sponsored by davismusicpro.com. What's happening, people? We're tuning in County by coincidence. Chris Davis. I look like look like the sexy self for a second. Yeah. Oh, that's a good angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? What's happening, people? You're tuning into comedy Ooh. by coincidence, dude. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. We hanging. We doing it. Ty's like, what the hell's going on over there? Your boy is struggling today. Ty, I am. I'm here, man. I mean, I'm I'm, you, you got a you got a pretty busy day, man. I mean, you got you got your show coming up tonight, uh, and everything. So you know, you got some people coming out for that. There's um, been a lot there's... of prep for that. It has been a little wild this week, but that's okay. Happy to be here with you. Hey, you know, you want to know how? You know, I love you. You know how? <laughs> you want to know, like for certain that I love you. Like this is how you should know. I didn't send you any mm-hmm. of the pictures from the Tim Dillon show. Okay. <laughs> no rubbing it in your face. It was tremendous, though. Okay. Amazing, amazing show. We had fun. There was one heckler, and he held off to the very end. And he was like, <laughs> Tim was mid-joke. And this dude goes, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. And Tim stops and he goes, you know, honestly, dude, you're right. So good job. And thanks for waiting till the end of the show. But like, what are you getting from this? You know, So, what do you win here? Excellent show. Hey, how'd the, uh... Uh, a little bit of embarrassment, I hope. Yeah. Well, yeah. publicly shamed for sure. How speaking of being publicly mm-hmm. shamed. At the uh uh so you're in London now. Congratulations yep, on making it London. this far. Uh how did the uh Thank you. Thank you. uh comedy festival slash like 
I keep saying festival. I know it wasn't a festival, it, but like the elimination comedy night. Go. Uh, oof. It was brutal. It was brutal. We had a whole bunch of. Uh, let's talk about the crowd for a second here. All right. So uh, when you're on the stage, you look to your left. There's like a whole bunch of maintenance workers. Yeah. And then it's like it's kind of like an old people nursing home village over there, right? Sure. And then you go to the left, like the entire back of the room was like, like students and younger people and all that. And then like there's a small little dead area of like three or four empty chairs, kind of center right. And then over to right is a like I, I don't want to call them whores, but they look like they were working. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it was just okay. gussied up. Ippy, sure. You know, an iffy drug situation going over okay. on the left. Okay. Um, and it was just like I was in the first half. I was uh, I think I was fourth or fifth to go up, and all of us got slaughtered. Every single one of us was eliminated like within 30 seconds of the two minute round. Oh. You know, only like the last person of the first half. Uh, managed to survive and he managed to survive by I don't know if it was a tactic or if the maintenance worker said something but it was like he was in the middle of the story and then the one of the maintenance guy had a card that he would raise up and then the light would turn on being like this audience member doesn't like you get the fuck off the stage type deal right Mm -hmm. Uh, and he had two other people still in his corner and it was just like he immediately just called them racist and just went into this whole like side rant of how you know you're interrupting his story and blah blah blah. I'm not gotcha, exactly yeah. sure if they like made a comment or what, but it basically that carried him like another minute and a half, two minutes to to like survive the round. And he was the only one from the first half that like survive. got through, right? Wow. Um but for my particular set, it's just been too long since I've been on the stage. So it was like I had a game plan. I'd written everything out. I tried to memorize the new stuff. Oh, I did memorize the new stuff that I was going to say and everything. And then just there, not even 30 seconds. I'm talking like 10, 15 seconds into me saying words. All of that went out my head. And then I was just like, oh, fuck. Now I'm scrambling. I don't remember anything. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so it was just, it was just like, oh great, fuck, this is not gonna go well. Um, I got, I got my two minutes and thirty seconds, and then it was lights out. I'm gone. It's okay, man. Oof. I'm proud of you for trying, dude. And you know, yeah, it's kind of a cool experience, just, dude. Mm-hmm. But uh. I have noticed that, and I was talking to some of the comics there, it's uh, London, England in, and London in particular is just a different ballgame. There are zero, um, especially now that they've changed the COVID rules again, um, there are zero like walk up and sign up open mics. Oh. So it's like you have to schedule everything out far in advance. So if you want to be on stage, stage consistently, you you have to start basically six months in advance to start scheduling all that out and then hope that nothing happens to your spot, nothing gets canceled and all that. So it's just a different different ball game up here. I don't know if people like Sometimes. go stand on street corners more and wing it that way or what, you know? Yeah. 
It's kind of starting to feel that way over here in the states a little bit too. Everything's uh, mm-hmm. some places shutting down again. Some place, you know, it's just what you finna do. Yeah, yeah. Um, just proud of you for getting out there, giving it a shot. And hey, especially if the the options are limited, you know, you gotta take what you can get, right? You know. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, it's I'll, just one of those. No, go. On. Uh, it's just one of those like the uh, grandiose plan I had in my head has uh, really fallen to uh, not working out. So there's there. I'm debating big changes in my life. So it's like one of those like when when do I when do I hit the buzzer and go for it? You know. Yeah. Um. So. Totally. What like what kind of big changes you anticipating? Oh man, it's it's just one of those like uh, the whole being on the road with my day job and then trying to do comedy on the side is not giving me enough stage time, and uh, it's not it's not putting me in a a particular scene that I can really truly work on my material and my stage presence and all that. Right. It's uh it, it's it's not as consistent as I need it to be in order to practice comedy and to get better at comedy. Right now I'm just doing what I used to do, you know. It's uh just one of those like uh reevaluating the priorities, seeing where I actually want to go in life and no, totally, totally, the bigger totally. ideals. I'm yeah. I'm I'm getting I'm getting you now. Um my one thing I want to throw out there, and this is, you know, and our listeners are listening right now, too. So this goes out to you guys, too, man. Um, nobody gets better at anything. Nobody's skills improve by being comfortable. Am I right? Exactly, yeah. Am I right? Now, mm-hmm. whether or not <laughs> the answer is necessarily lose, because I think I honestly do. I get where you're coming from. You do you because you're constantly moving around. You can't immerse yourself in one city's comedy scene mm-hmm. and network with people and get more gigs because you met that person and all that, all the things that come with being localized in one city, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. However, I don't get the experience of fucking playing to a UK audience by living in St. Louis all year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sure, I'm getting yeah. the St. Louis music scene and comedy scene a little bit, but I don't have that experience of playing to other cultures, other regions, other people who don't think the same way as other St. Louis people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there is something to it's... that that you shouldn't take for granted, okay? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, uh, now, I also want to say this, though. Like... I say keep going with it until you find something that, like, could be steady to go with the comedy. You know what I mean? Maybe Mm -hmm. not as many hours a week, right? Mm -hmm. But you can still immerse yourself in comedy in the evenings like Joey did to get started, bro. I love hearing about Joey Diaz in his, like, early, like, 90s, 80s period of getting started in stand-up. Like, after the fuck he got out of jail and shit. Because that's Mm -hmm. when you're really a goddamn savage, when you're broke. And when you're just hustling to get a goddamn spot, which is where you're at and where I'm at with music and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, 
like in Joey Diaz's case, uh, comedy was the focus, right? You know, and uh, all the side, side gigs were there to just to, to get by yeah, to do the comedy, right? So maybe that's how mm, you got thinking too. But yeah, whereas right now my side job is taking up so much time, um, and uh, it's it's. Like, if I stayed in London, I'm pretty sure I could figure out the scene and get more spots and all that. But because I'm, you know, bouncing around so much, it's just uh, the side job is taking up too much time away from the comedy. So I, I just personally don't feel like I'm uh, getting as much stage time to develop as I need right, to. Right, you know, right. it's, it's, it's too far. Those opportunities too are too few and far between to be worth it in that mm-hmm. case, right? Exactly. But I mean, like you said, they're they're still very special opportunities. You know, Um, there's not many people doing comedy in London right now to begin with, you know, and uh, there's very, very, very fucking few Americans who are coming through here often. And usually when they do, they're already like headlining clubs back in the States. So it's it is. It is. Sorry, keep going. It's it's a really cool experience. I'm really grateful I did it. Um, I learned a lot while I was here, but it's just one of those. I don't think I'm at the there. There's a there's a skill development that I'm missing right now, and I don't think I can get it with what my current situation is. You know? Yeah, I understand. I understand. And you know me, man. I support you whatever mm-hmm. you do. So. Well, yeah. 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 Well, it'll work. Priorities straight. 100, 100. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that was my flaming dump dumpster fire of a set, um, basically. So, uh, I just, it's like, uh, I had a set coming up on Monday, but COVID done canceled that. Uh, and then I'm hoping I have, um, I did lie a little bit. There's one walk up and sign up open mic, but. Th- I've only found one page on it and it's, I can't find it anymore. I just put it on my calendar um, with the address and everything. So I'm going to show up there. I believe it's on Tuesday and see if it's still a thing or not, but you know, it's like uh, all the theaters are closing down here again. They're restricting, uh, you know, you got to have your vaccine to show whenever you go into places, uh, larger events and all that. Oh yeah. Um, So it's just like, the the ball game is regressing back, you know. We're we're going back to little league here. We're not in the major leagues no more, you know. I feel that, I one hundred percent feel that. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh man, hey, Merry Christmas, dude. Every, Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas to all you listeners, man. You know, I hope you guys are finding ways to get in the holiday spirit a little bit, bro. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, if you're one of our listeners who happen to have a stick up your ass, happy holidays, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Climb out, you know, climb on out my ass. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck, I had something and I've lost it. Love you, dude. Hey, and fuck a bad set. You know what I mean? It just, you know, mm-hmm. just tells you you got to be better next time. You know? Yep. And you live and you learn. You learn from it and you're better next time. That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, this is but, a musician. Uh, there's never a show where there's not one or two mistakes. So it's like, 
you got to accept that there's going to be mistakes beforehand. And if you can accept mm-hmm. that, then you hit go have more fun with it. You know what I mean? I And then I honestly agree. there's less mistakes if you if you just anticipate for it, you know. Mhm. I I agree and disagree with you kind of at the same time because in my head it's like yes, you have to be willing to accept that you're human and there are probably going to be mistakes. But if you let the mistakes not bother you completely, then you won't grow from it, them. Yeah. It, you'll you'll accept the mistakes and you won't strive to be better anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like one hundred percent. One hundred percent. So it, it is like a a balancing act there between those two ideologies behind it. But I choose a little bit to no, I always kinda grow from my mistakes. Trust me. Your boys only got pulled mm-hmm. over once. Got you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. It's... I, I think, uh... The mistakes that you should truly let bother you are the ones that, like, ruin the show. You know, it's like, I got a little too drunk that time, and I should have never done that, you know, or... You know, maybe I shouldn't have experimented with heroin that night, and it ruined the show. You know what I mean? Like, Woo! you gotta. No, <laughs> I don't know what you mean on that last one, but you know, eight uh, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I feel that. Uh, mom, just uh, you might be listening because she listens on occasion. I have never tried heroin. It's it's called a joke. <laughs> now, if you said. I probably shouldn't have done those eight gravity bongs by myself before the show. I, I'd have to say, yeah, I probably shouldn't have, you know, but that's okay. Yeah, but you've discovered your limit, and then you've discovered when you need a nap before you uh, go on stage if you happen to do eight gravity bongs in a row. No nap that day. I did need help. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got any comedy news, buddy? Aside from London Comedies. shutting down and there's no fucking open mics. Um, yeah, London shut down again um, and there's no open mics. However, comedy news from the States, Louis C.K. dropped the new comedy special on his website called Sorry. It's $10. I watched the uh, first 30 minutes of it and then I passed out at 2 a.m. last night. Um, uh, first 30 minutes were pretty good. Oh, this is tremendous. Uh, tremendous. He, uh, I did not hear him address his whole masturbating in front of people scandal, so I don't know if that's in there or not. Uh, but it, it, ooh, it starts hard in the paint, man. It starts hard in the paint and it does not stop. Well, that's exciting to hear him doing more stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure not everybody's happy about that, but that's fine, whatever. Like we said, mm-hmm. they can climb I out mean, of it's... our asses. It's it's just one of those. Uh, yeah, he did some dirtbag things and all that, but the, when is the forgiveness gonna kick in? You know, um, as far as I know, he apologized to all those involved and everything, and admitted that it was a scumbag move. But when is the grander societal forgiveness gonna? Like he didn't kill nobody. It's not like he went and fucked some kids you know, on some island or something. It's He just had some fun playing with himself in the presence of people that and he, he, he probably shouldn't too, have. But, you know, I, well, let's hop off it. Let's hop off it. 
Yeah, it's. Right. it's I'm, I'm with you on the, the cancel culture. Yeah. Um, it, but, oh my God! Oh, your pause real quick. Pause real quick. Pause. 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 Well, I mean, I don't know how much this constitutes comedy news, but uh, former Governor John Kasich and comedian Jordan Klepper are going to be launching a podcast in early 2022. Um, I mean, it's comedy adjacent because of the Jordan Klepper comedian, but which governor are we talking Are we talking about the former governor of Missouri or... No, no, he was a presidential candidate a few years ago. I can't remember what state he was governor for, but he was like oh. the libertarian runner a few years oh, ago. He was pretty okay. Probably Delaware or Rhode Island or something. I think it was Michigan or something like that. Maine. It was yeah. with an M that wasn't Missouri. But. Another state that doesn't matter, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um. Are you doing all right though, man? Like your your back's okay and everything? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, in okay. other news, a uh, comedian Trevor Noah sues his orthopedic surgeon, saying the doctor was negligent and caused permanent injury. Trevor Noah sued his doctor. Yeah. Damn. It would seem. Well, I mean, if you can't go over after the vaccine, folk, you might as well get somebody, right? Hey, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Trevor Noah. Dude, do you remember the Daily Show when Jon Stewart was still on it? Did you ever good watch times, that? Good times. Good times, dude. That was me. That was like my whole introduction to comedy, I'd say. Because I didn't really mm-hmm. like SNL growing up. I thought it was too staged and too goof, goofy, I think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've hit uh, resume already, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure before we got into this. Yeah, SNL has been a steaming pile of bullshit for a long time, in my opinion. Um, uh, it's really like when they stopped the cocaine flowing freely in SNL is when it like went downhill, in my opinion. You know, um, they 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 uh, they took away the stimulants and then kept the amount of workflow, and then it. it it seemed, like you said, seemed stale, and it seemed like everybody was just tired all the time. Right. You know, just constantly tired. And especially when they were using the same bits over and over and just killing the bits themselves, which weren't even funny in the first place. It's just like, you know. Exactly. So. Yeah. Uh, for me, like, uh, you said John Stewart. I also watched, like, it. I would always watch John Stewart and then I would watch Stephen Colbert in that order every single time because half the time they're talking about the same thing, but it was like just a completely different set of jokes, completely different viewpoint. Right. It was was just polar opposites. It was the perfect like it was the perfect hour, hour and a half, however long it took me to watch it ordeal every single time, you know? Talk about a great ass show. I miss John Stewart. Um, let me see. Also missed the Chappelle, that OG Chappelle show, bro. Was when Comedy Central actually had some Ooh. shit together, man. Mm-hmm. But. It's, uh, I think you can, I don't know. You used to be able to watch it on Netflix, and then you couldn't watch it on Netflix, but then you could watch it on Netflix or something. Yeah, but 
uh, with fucking for those Chappelle's of you fucking comedy, are, it's just like who knows what his political affiliates are thinking that week, and who wants to actually support him. Exactly, um, but uh, you know what I always say: if you're broke as a joke, everything's free on the internet. So, right. Um. um hey, thanks for the comedy news, Doctor Evil. You you killed it today. Got a couple. Mm-hmm. About time our producer finally did something worthwhile. I mean, geez, just I mean, choking she... the soundboard over there, doing a whole bunch of nothing, just saying, "Oh, wow." <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, let me see here. Uh, Christmas traditions. Yeah, uh, foreign. Do Christmas a little tradition. Sure. Uh, I did. Uh, I didn't. I don't have notes That's for okay. this uh tradition. It, it it goes back to two two uh segments ago. The first segment when we were talking about Christmas markets. Um. All right. So every American has been to a state fair, right? Um, you know, you get corn dogs, you ride a couple rides, maybe see a concert and everything. Yeah. Mix that with the Christmas Christmas market tradition and then the, then you have Winter Wonderland, which is like London's version of it. So it's like all the sketchy roller coasters, all the sketchy like swing rides that you you have expect somebody to fly twenty feet off the ride and like crash right, into yeah. a when, barrel when the, of wine or something, you know? Yeah, when the carney's not looking, the whole thing falls apart bolt by bolt kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh that's London's Christmas market. Um it was nice, it was cool. It's uh you know, it's basically rides, carnival games and uh booze and food like there's there's a couple right. uh souvenirs slash... being so fucking cold up there you know what i mean like with the mm-hmm. roller coasters you know yeah it's it's, it's it in my opinion it's worth a go but it's not worth a yearly thing you know it's like um i know people that go to the state fair year after year and it's always a great time uh for them but for a person like me, it's we got to go to the different state fairs if we're going to go to a state fair every year, you know, because I need a different flavor because I've been to the Iowa State Fair. I already know that flavor. You know, it's fried butter. But maybe I want to go down to Texas and get myself fried Snickers, you know? All right. Wow. I just like uh, seeing how different states do it and all that. And it, the London Christmas market was just like, you know, I didn't really have to fly 2,000 miles for this. <laughs> so, uh, it, but it, it, it was cool to do once, yeah. but it's if you want to ride the rides, it's one of those like you can't get a all access pass or anything like that. You got to pay for each single ride, uh, every single game, and right. it's just like it's an it's an expensive fare, basically. Fair enough. I love a good state mm-hmm. fair, and I think the Christmas markets are. Cool as shit, so I'd love to go to one sometime. Um, oh, yeah, dude. Speaking of Christmas traditions, we went caroling yesterday. Ooh, which is kind of cool. How was it? Cold. Cold. And every year <laughs> I get suckered into bringing my guitar, which is fine because I'd rather play guitar than sing, I guess. But when it's like under 30 degrees and you're just playing guitar outside for like two hours, your hand like falls off. So. Mm-hmm. 
Did you uh, just hit up friends and family, or did you uh, hit yeah, up a random did. neighborhood? Where, where'd yeah, you go? we always go just walk around my aunt's neighborhood, and they hate us. So it's normally pretty quick. <laughs> uh, like, is that... I'm just... Are we talking like a middle-class neighborhood here? Or yeah. You like, yeah. Is, it, is it like Halloween, where you specifically go to the rich neighborhood because you know oh, they got... Yeah. A full-size chocolate bar situation so you went to the rich neighborhood smart. in the hopes of scoring some hot chocolate like what what are we doing with here no it's just kind of like uh kind of like our neighborhood all people you, you kind of okay. know you know so chance they like everyone Skrilla. standards we standard american middle class you know everybody just trying to make it through yeah but that that was kind of fun got us in the christmas spirit a little bit mm-hmm. um what other Christmas traditions have we done? Dude, I've been living in cookie hell. Let me tell you about this <laughs> Christmas tradition that's becoming part of my fucking Christmas nightmare. Is okay. So, my wonderful wife and her mother and my mother in law, okay, right? Baked mm-hmm. a bunch of cookies and they do it every year and they're like the most delicious cookies you ever had. Like, I'm talking. Six different kinds of cookies. Oh, more and than she, that. How many? How many? Oh God. It's it's ridiculous. We anyway. had about we have we have about ten different types every anyway. year. So they make a f- fuck ton of cookies, and this year Kelly's volunteered to help distribute to you know mm-hmm. people she wants to give cookies to. So we have all these fucking tubs. I kid you not, tubs of cookies in my kitchen. That I can't eat until we get them <laughs> distributed. How about that? We got six days till Christmas, man. I haven't had any Christmas cookies and I okay. can't eat them. No. Okay. You act like I've given you none. No, yeah. I get a Christmas cookie when she gives me one. Right. When I'm not going to get in trouble for it. I, I was given this. You can eat them. But you can only have two of one kind, and I'm just looking at these goddamn tubs all over my... And this is all a joke. This is a comedy, okay? There's no actual malice here. I know. But fucking... I can't eat the cookies, man. So, it's... <laughs> they're everywhere, and I... Every time I go to cook something, I have to move the cookies around. I'm like, well, I can't eat you, but I, got, I guess you're in my kitchen. So, <laughs> it's fine. It's uh, it yeah, really that's, is fine. that sounds like a true torturous hell, man. Like, it is Christmas. Uh, you have my sympathies. So. Ooh, but speaking of cookies, all right. So uh, here uh, in, uh, we'll just touch England. All right, in England you have like a no real store to compare it to, but you have Tesco, right? Okay. Tesco has these uh, these. Uh, Salted, I want to get the flavor right. Uh, salted toffee white chocolate chip cookies. Ooh. Ooh. I'm, I'm talking like, ooh, that's high level deliciousness, right? But then you go to another grocery store called Liddell, um, and they have a double chocolate uh, chunk cookie with white chocolate chunks inside of it, right? But then you go to another store called Sainsbury's, and then they have just like a standard triple chocolate chunk cookie from the heavens, and they're all fresh baked in store. And I don't know how to escape these stores without buying all of them. You know, like it's just 
a massacre like, every single time I go in there. I eat like three packages before I leave the fucking store. What do I do, man? You, you get the fucking cookie because I can't have none. You think of your buddy Chris and you go, damn, Chris can't have none <laughs> right now. I'm a be- I, better, I better buy that one. buy a package fly home and mail it to chris that's what i do no 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 no, no. (laughs) you know you eat that cookie for me much like in saudi we're 32 minutes and nobody's listening at this point just like in saudi arabia i smoked that weed for you you know what i mean (laughs) what's what's your favorite type of cookie man now that now that we're on the subject of cookies, because I fucking love cookies. My favorite type of cookie is probably shortbread. Nothing shortbread, okay. Shortbread okay. cookies. Yeah. A nice, a nice plain cookie, one solid flavor throughout. Especially like a homemade one, because those just taste different. It's different, dude. But well, I mean, that's because it has like real quality ingredients of love into it. You you can't get love out of a corporate machine, you know. Um, that's that's nice. Uh, I have you ever had like just a regular oatmeal cookie, like no raisins, just an oatmeal cookie? Yeah. I feel like if somebody can master a regular cookie, like a sugar cookie or a shortbread cookie, or just an oatmeal cookie, like they you have achieved the peak of baking. Like you don't have to make pies, fuck cakes. Just like if you master the simple cookie, you are the god of gods in my mind, you know? Right, right, right. Um, what's your favorite cookie? Oh, there's too many. Um, for me, it has to have, I, I'm a sucker for toffee. So, like, if you have toffee and anything in it, in it like, it, it, you could have toffee and asshole into a cookie. I would love it, you know? It's it's just one of those like it, the toffee flavor is what gets me every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd love the Christmas crackers. <laughs> it's it's like it's like you take crackers. This doesn't sound good at first, but you take crackers, you melt caramel, you put all of the like saltine crackers on a tray, like on a cooking mm-hmm. tray, flat. You pour the caramel on, and then you let it. While it's setting up, you melt chocolate. You pour the chocolate on once the caramel's fucking ready. You know, once it's cooled down a little bit. And then you sprinkle nuts on, too. But it's Ooh. like... It's pretty much like that toffee... You, you, Chris, it, I don't think I can ever visit your family during the holidays, man. No, it, it, I would gain 40 pounds instantly. Holy crap, that sounds delicious. I was a fat kid growing up. Being a musician, <laughs> though, you know, it keeps me thin. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, hey, mad love and respect, dude. I think we're going to end it just a little early because I got to get out of here in just a little bit, okay? But uh, Yeah, you got to get out of here. Hey, uh, give your show a shout-out one more time, man. Well, I mean, this will come out after it's done. So, hey, we'll talk about oh, okay. it next week. For sure, for sure. I'll let you know how it goes. If anything funny happens, which normally some shit goes down, you know. I'll let you know. Oh, excellent. I'll let mm-hmm. you know. I'll make you feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, buddy. Hey, All right, man. You have a great Christmas. Uh, Hey, everybody, we're taking a little Christmas break. So we won't be here next mm-hmm. weekend. Y'all have a tremendous Christmas, and we'll come back and hit y'all uh, right around the new year. 
Okay. Absolutely. So, uh, Chris, you have a great show. Mad love and respect to the listeners that made it this far. Yeah. Mad love. Yeah. Comment true savage if you make it this far. We love you. Have a great holiday season Mm -hmm. and be good, you savages. And uh, spread the word about the show. You know, like, if you like what we got, tell somebody. I swear to God, the next episode is going to be funny as shit, so you better tune in. Okay? You better, or Ty's going to come to your house. I have the income to do it. Yeah, you know he travels. He's coming to see you. (laughs) Put this comedy shit on and fucking 